Hello and welcome to Turd Talk, where we talk about topics that belong in the toilet. Today our topic of discussion is going to be personal finances. Hello, turd hole. Whoa, there's your turd hole tootin'. Sorry, I was uh, I was watching the last video you sent me of your uh, eBay breakdown thing. It's pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah. Wow, I waited. Do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. cool. I don't know if it was my end or your your camera adjusting, but the first like ten seconds was kind of blurred, and then it focused. So I don't know. It was uh, might have been just like. Loading the quality of the video. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking because I know YouTube does that sometimes. Yep, yeah. I'm in 4K now on the YouTubes. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, we're gonna have to set up a YouTube account for our podcast. Hell yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, we need to. We're gonna have to do a test run at some point. Oh, but for I, sure. I'm pretty sure that I have a general idea of how we can go about getting our video and audio up all at the same time. A general turd amongst but us. But you're going to have to be in front of your but. PC, ideally. In front of your computer, ideally. Well, that would make sense for videos. Right. I'm going to have Not... to get a freaking webcam, a better a better one. Okay. Unless, okay. unless we used our phone, like my phone. Either way, all I need is, well, it'd be, it'd be easier for my computer, honestly. <laughs> Interesting. Because if I, if I can get both of our videos on the computer, mm-hmm. I can uh, crop out your camera and my camera and then put them together in one screen. What the hell you want to crap out my camera for? Screw your camera. And Crabby. then we'll only need one audio stream. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I've got it all. I've got it all figured out. I think. Do you now? Maybe. Yeah. Do you love me? With uh, with the Mac, you can just screen record straight from the straight from the uh, computer itself. Pooter from the pooter. It's like Command Shift. Command or something like that. I don't remember. Three. I always forget how to yeah, do Command it. I Shift Three. Google it. Command Gaggle. Shift on Three. Gaggle. One two. Oh. Command shit on three. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> command That's... Do some shit on three. <laughs> One, two. <clears throat> Exquisite me. Very well. All right. So earlier we were talking about possible different topics for this podcast. Uh, one was personal finances, right? If I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Roughly something like that. Managing uh, your own money. And what else did we were, we were, there was a few other ones. I'm drawing a blank right now. Damn it. Uh, a few other topics, but I mean, we could start with that and go from there. Um, I guess I'll have you start since that was kind of your idea and see well, what, let's start to, like, with, uh, what do you, what comes to mind when you hear the word personal finances? Shit. Um, Hmm. I would say a few different things. Uh, bills, <laughs> probably the first one, right? You know, yeah. Bills to pay. Um, and then among all that is budgeting, um, sacrifice, because there's some things you're going to want, but then yeah. you're going to have to weigh that with your needs. You're hitting um, the basics. Yep. 
eventually, or not even eventually, you should do it much sooner. Savings, um, and then also your income, what you're making, whether it's Yeah, hourly, because you hourly. can always, you can always, re you can't always reduce your bills, but you can always go out and make more money. Yep. So You you can can always use increase. one or the other. You can't Yeah. just keep spending money. Yes. And you've got, Well, well, you're technically, one of the few people I know that are actually, that's actually religiously watching how much they spend. <laughs> uh, trying. I'm trying at the very least. Uh, but I, I, I just want to correct you. You can spend as much as you want. It's just, should you? And do you want to? And how long Well, can you you sustain can, that? but you're right. It's not a sustainable <laughs> thing. Unless you're pulling in and raking in a lot of money, that's not going to go for very long. So, If you got a million dollar credit card and only 10 years left on the planet, why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody else will deal with it. Whoops. it's going to fall into the next guy's lap. No, you're you're <laughs> hitting the the right notes when it comes to it. yeah, here, Saving here's. your money is is crucial, but a lot of people get confused when it comes to saving money because you do need to watch how much money you're spending. And I've spent the last six, seven years learning how to watch my money because it's not easy. It's really not. And I've kind of boiled it down to a science on my own personal budget. I've got my own... my own spreadsheet that I've worked out and it works perfectly for me. I can look at it and understand exactly how much money I've spent Mm-hmm. Yep. this month and how much I need to set aside after, you know, And after you a bill comes through, and I you don't said even, I don't even check my bank account. All my bills are set on auto pay nice. and that's it. Yeah. And you And said it two actually, I've got two all people. my bills routed to my credit card. So I get reward points back. Yeah. So you're saving money on top of, Making you know, some saving more. money. So it might not be a whole lot, but it goes to my Apple card. That's 1% cash back Ass on back. all my bills. So Got it's like all that $2,000 ass. a month. So it's like $20 a month just from my bills. Give me your money. Just for just for paying your bills. Essentially, Yeah, just you're for getting paying paid my for bills. paying your bills. I already got Online. paid, but I mean, getting Yeah. get a little You're getting bit, paid and I to pay. take that amount and I put it in the stock market. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the other thing I touched on, which was investing. And that's another another way to do stuff. And Because I know both both of us got involved in investing, especially through Robinhood, roughly around the same time, I believe. oh, 2018. I have been so interested in investing and I've actually, uh, with the way inflation has been going, because right now inflation's at 4.4%. That's So good. if you don't have your money invested into something, be it a business, because I have... quite a bit of money in my eBay account, but I haven't added any money to that account in like four years. So everything that's coming in and out of that is just, I put 200 bucks in that four or five years ago Hmm. and it's turned into two grand a month. Well, I think Hell of an I investment. think And I think that's something we're definitely going to expand on later because that's something you had talked about, especially when you were talking to me about starting up my own reselling thing and stuff and where you were saying you don't want to take your own money, essentially, to do that. You want to take Yeah. a small portion if you're going to use your own money and then using the profits from what you're making, that's where you get the the money to... 
keep increasing that inventory and whatnot. So you're never, yeah. so ever right tapping now, your, your other right resources. Right now, um, we're coming into the holidays. So Yay! let's see. Uh, two weeks ago, I spent about 1200 something like that on inventory. Okay. And that I only had four hundred dollars in my in my account. So with a business, you can put yourself into debt. And in this case, I put myself eight hundred dollars in debt buying inventory on on okay. stuff that I know okay. is going to sell. Two well, weeks, okay. Two weeks later, here I am, and I'm negative two hundred dollars. So twelve hundred dollars down to two hundred dollars is what I owe now. So the, I've made a thousand dollars that since that two weeks of profit. So now I'm only down 200 bucks, but I mean, I just added over two grand of inventory into my store with that. Mm. I think we should, I think we should point out two things here. This isn't your first rodeo. You, this, it's, this is, you're speaking on that and you, you put yourself, you allowed yourself to be in that position because of your experience and being there. Uh, how long have you been reselling now for? Was that over, six years? Over five years. Okay. That's, that's a little, when it comes to debt, there's different types of debt. And when you mm-hmm. leverage debt, it's different because I'm buying stuff that I'm going to be making money on. I'm yes. selling it. Yes. That... You need to pay attention and experience is going to come with that as well. You need to know how fast it's going to sell. But mm-hmm. I also have thousands of dollars of other things in my eBay store that I can count on to make me the way I look at it is credit card debt. You're not going to see any interest until next yeah. month. So if you're making your payments, and you're depending good. on the credit card company, yes, you're good. I I don't carry over a balance. Yep. I never carry over a balance. So, well, and the thing I I bring up with the experience portion is the fact that you because you you mentioned a, a key point there with the holidays coming up. You've been doing this for over five years. You know what the holidays entail. Uh, well, you did it during last year during covid which if i remember you did pretty good with nintendo i think that was the biggest seller yes. i think at the time last year which... i was doing the same gig but i spent last year around this time i'd already spent twice what i've spent this year hmm. and i've already wow. and i had made almost three times is what i've made this year so no. last year compared to this year i'm not doing as well but last year i was paying myself $1200 a month hmm so that you know that's that's pretty all that's pretty big all from reselling yeah that allowed wow. me to stay home during the pandemic and and do pretty well not even and, not just yeah, survive you, you did pretty well if I it remember. gave me it gave me a pretty you know financially free lifestyle but i hit hard times during the end of the year and yep. i restructured my business i started buying different inventory and I reevaluated the way I want to save my money. Now I want to put this money into the stock market. So at the point where I'm able to take out $1,200 again, mm-hmm. I'm going to put that into the stock market. I'm not going to put that in my wallet. It's just going to be, and I'm going to keep so doing eBay. It's essentially you're, you're reinvesting the money that you had to make more money. I mean, that's essentially, you're making your money work for you. Yeah, this is, an, this is not a it's a business, but I treat it more like a retirement account mm, because okay. I'm just letting it grow. Yep. And with the with sales, it's a numbers game. The more items you have in your store, the larger that inventory pile is, yeah. the more you're going to make over time. So right now I'm making 2000 a month. Last year, it also kind of depends on how much you're spending on your inventory and mm-hmm. how much your inventory is valued at. 
Last year, I was making 100% return of interest. This year, I'm looking at 30% return of interest, which is three times what you would get out of the stock market, Hmm. but 70% less than last year. So I'm going to need a lot more inventory to reach. Last year, I was making five grand a month. This year, I'm making two. You see what I mean? Yep. Smaller numbers, but it's also a lot more passive, and I have less returns this year. Well, yeah, I, I remember you were mentioning, you brought up a keyword there is passive. Like, I remember last time, like, you were struggling to keep up. Like, yeah, it was. And that's, uh, and that's another thing. Uh, I think we talked about, like, just uh, reselling and, and dealing with Amazon sellers, uh, like, different YouTube videos I saw about, like, different people talking about the pros and cons and weighing things out. And then talking about how, yeah, you can make good money, but you need to be cautious because, you don't want to be in over your head. If you if you start po- posting that you're selling this product and you didn't even pick it up yet, that could be a problem. And I think you ran into that problem a few times where you might be like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I could just go back you know, to the Walgreens or Walmart, whatever, and I'll get there. But not realizing cool. you're not the only person reselling. And if there's a sale on the item, you might go there and it's gone and you have to search around. You might not find that for a while and you could be backlogged and that can cause other beyond just stress. Other people that are buying it are going to undercut you to get their inventory sold Mm. faster. That's So you're competing. And if you have the money and the leverage to hold out, which is what I usually do, I'm not in a hurry to sell this stuff. Mm -hmm. I buy things knowing that I might have to wait two years. It's not a big deal. Like all the Legos I bought this year, I'm probably going to have to wait a year at least to make Mm -hmm. them to sell. But I'm looking at close to 70 to 80 percent return of interest so that's really really good yeah i would that's, say that for, for holding them for one year that beats the stock market any year yeah <laughs> almost unless you bought tesla <laughs> <laughs> but that's for me just hearing what you're saying there brings up two important p words prudence and patience persistence you're... prudence and patience oh we're doing the keep triple doing p this. you gotta keep pqp you gotta right, keep screw- at it. You gotta keep doing it. You do it one time. You make one flip. Well, yeah. On you, but you're yep. not turning it into a business if you don't keep doing that same thing over and over and over again. That's a good point. So we got not Q, not P squared, P cubed, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you mark <laughs> that down. <laughs> the three Take P's, note, peeps, peeps. <laughs> Funny guy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely something that, that's important because. And that's that's where you tie in your experience, your knowledge of also the, the time of the year, because that plays factors. If there's yeah. holidays, you're reading and kind of knowing where uh, crap. What's that word? I have a brain fart, guys. Uh, knowing where a trend you're, you're kind of following yeah, where the trend is going trend before it happens, oh. which is almost impossible sometimes. But I mean, Hey, sometimes you get lucky and you find the item that's just about to be hot. Well, I mean, but then, and but then there's right also with short supply though. It's a little bit tough. Oh, honestly. well, yeah, this is, this is going to be an interesting one with, with everything. Yeah. The short supply because everything I've been doing pretty decent here lately, though. Like, I already have quite a few toys and uh, electronics, and all my electronics are gone pretty much. Hmm. They all sold like immediately. Nice. I I have like one wireless router right now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's been crazy, man. It's been an eBay has been one hell of a life lesson for me. The roller coaster ride. 
It is. It's uh, I'm hoping this year I'm able to grow my account and watch it just keep growing. And I'm not taking any of the money out unless I need to buy shipping supplies or something like that. But I mean, but even then, that's made. But even then, that's that's you're still exactly you're still investing in the business. You're not using it for something else. So even that you're still in the business at that point. Yeah. So you're still on the right track with that. And I want to get it to where the issue that a lot of small businesses have is learning and understanding when you can pay yourself. Mm. And honestly, if you're going to start a small business, my recommendation to you is keep that full-time job and just keep growing your business till you are comfortable enough and financially stable enough to jump into it full-time. Whatever, like what, what I mean by that is you need to be making more than, than like, what you're <laughs> like currently. a lot more because you got to have something to fall back on. If I have a yep. slow month on eBay, I can't rely oh. on that income. Nope. You also need to diversify your income streams. I'm in the stock market. I have a full time job. Exactly. Indeed. You got to have other money coming in and projects. And, and this is this is part of what's going on with this podcast right here. I've already I've already talked with my wife and a few friends about. Uh, different things and and my future plan with this uh, I'm hoping in about two years time I can start having some kind of income or profit coming from this thing that's right now we can call it a hobby because I'm not making any money neither are you off of this but no but it's good to get we do the out there well yeah but if we do the three p's three cubed we yes, can turn it, it into keep getting this content out there Yep, and we can turn this hobby into something that is a business, is, is something we're profiting from. And I'm hoping by the five-year plan, I can be at the point where I can make a decision and choice of... You just said something that really rings the right bell. Five-year plan. Whenever you're doing anything, if you look hmm. at it like you're going to be doing it for five years and treat it that way, that is a crucial thing. Yep. Even if, if it's just a dumb job, you know, treat it like yeah. you're going to be there five years and act like you're going to make a million dollars. Because that gonna... kind of mindset gets you very far. Yep. Yeah. Because it it it's it's an interesting time frame because it's it's something where you it's a long term goal, but at the same time, it's still a short term goal. Like five years, you think it's a long time, but it, depending on what you're going to do, there that might feel like. It's not enough time, and that's gonna that hopefully will push you to want to do things faster and more efficient, so that you well, can reach that goal in that time. Yeah, and we even proved the quality of this podcast. Starting like, if you listen to the first episode <laughs> compared to now, it is freaking night and day. Oh man! And we're only still a few episodes in. And and I would I would but say I'm getting not... a better understanding though. I'm I'm really. More committed now than I was when we first started, and I'm starting to get oh, excited about, same, about it when I hear our episodes. Same here, 100. percent Because when we first started, it was what over a year ago, sometime during the pandemic, if I remember. Yeah, and we were, you know, we were really busy people, and we still are. But now I think we're we're trying to set that time aside and, you know, kick ourselves in the butts to get it going. Well, I mean, and also our our name says it all. It was. We were gonna originally just gonna. It was kind of a joke, like we're just gonna talk shit and be stupid, like usually we were whenever we talked to one another. But then, 
like when we really got serious and really thought about it and then especially had views coming in and some friends were like hey you have something here it's kind of interesting although not all my friends were saying that because like oh this is a lot of them were like hey it's stupid have a direction you know pick up one or two topics because we're kind of all over the place but you know i'd say and we did what in that first year maybe five episodes but I wouldn't even really call them episodes because we were just kind of messing around and kind of testing things out. And then when we really were able to get together and set up some time and, and really start to be like, hey, let's try to do something with this. Like, I would say that quality wise, not only did we improve our quality in, in the audio, but also yeah. just our podcast and direction and what we're talking about and how we're yeah, speaking. The mentality of it. Yep. I would say we, we matured in a way. Uh, we're getting we're getting old <laughs> our podcast hey. is aging like a fine wine <laughs> it might be a little too soon to say because fine wine usually takes several years but i see it's what aging you're saying. like a fine fart well that mm, it's rancid at this point that's that sounds spicy not in a good way either a spicy toot <laughs> stay away from that one but no, it's yeah. and it's been cool. It's been fun to, being on this journey. Yeah, you know, it really has. especially and together. Who do, who were to think that two random guys that were streaming on a small ass platform that I'll mention it now because probably none of you listening right now probably have ever heard of it. Pocket Live. It's no longer around. Would have yeah. randomly met and then we did some great streams together, and that's gonna be coming. I'm I'm letting you guys know now we will be back into doing that and also video along with audio for podcasts. So you yeah, stay tuned I'm for that. The kinks on video editing for that. I think we're I gonna, can produce us a pretty good video. Yeah, we're gonna but we're gonna have stuff going. No, but Plenty. Uh, me and you were very like minded. Like I remember when we first met and you were doing the balloons, plus you <laughs> had like a full time job and you're doing soccer and jiu-jitsu and martial and arts yeah game DJing DJing <laughs> god you just had all this crap going on I'm like wow this guy's like just like me he's got a million projects and like, yep freaking aspirations out his ass <laughs> Dude, literally don't get too close you might get burnt you might get inspired <laughs> <laughs> shit spired listen not everything I produce is gold but it's some kind of shit and hey guess what one man's trash is another man's treasure right Right. Yeah. yeah. You uh, yeah. When I first met <laughs> you, you were you were somewhat of an inspiration to how I ended up today. Because watching you really fucking carry, yeah, you, watching you carry all this stuff on your back, it's just like wow, this guy's really working his butt off. I'm a dumb idiot. Don't follow me. <laughs> I'm gonna lead you to a shithole. <laughs> I mean, hey, you never know, man. You never know who's watching. That no, that's that's actually a really good point. You, I've, and I've, you've been a good friend. You've been a friend in me. You got a friend in me. <laughs> no, I, and yeah. I would say the same. Uh, we we clicked, you know, from like day one, and then we did what we could to help one another out and work together. I mean, I I you were streaming on there before me, and then we just started, you know, really and talking and mind you, hanging out. People who are listening, just for some context, me and this guy have never met before. Oh yes, we no. met streaming on a on a freaking. Like a website you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> until what here, until recently. Yeah. Yep. Right, podcast. Well, wow. Pocket, Pocket Live. Yeah. 
No, it's, it no longer exists. Oh, we gamers. I think that's still going strong, though. And I, I would actually oh, okay. like to get back on there. I haven't signed in in quite some time. Um, but I remember the last time I checked when we were talking probably something about streaming. I was I looked I went back on. I was like, oh, they're still going on here. That's funny. So I would, I would love to uh, do that because you yeah. were making money from that for a bit, too. Right. And then what, yeah, what that, happened that you stopped streaming I on just, there? I just or just streaming. It. I didn't like yeah. the way that they were. I didn't oh, like they were they paying things. They pay, yeah, they paid differently, right? It was like a much lower rate than Pocket no, Live was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Okay. It's just I couldn't support the fact that I am literally trying to trick people into spending money on a cell phone game that I was not doing uh, anymore. Okay. I felt okay. I felt like a sellout. You know what I mean? You hypocrite. I really did. At you first, when, I, when I first started playing that game. It was great. I fell in and love with it. I and think then I you met didn't... all these cool people. And then I got a contract to me. play the game. That you love to play. Yeah, and it's like I'm getting paid to play the this game. This is awesome. I love to play. And I have people watching me and talking to me. And, and it's, you had... it's the Dude, it was magical. I cannot describe you... the smile that was on my face when I first started playing. And you had uh, YouTube and, and being... as well. You were doing YouTube stream, I was uh, doing... videos of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, my my streams did get pretty good. I, I would oh, say. yeah, they I, I were thought, awesome. I thought they looked pretty good compared to me. You was you were professional. I was a dumbass, professional dumbass, professional and dip I, turd. <laughs> and I didn't get paid because if you remember, I was an idiot and I took too long because yeah. I was looking to be. I was looking to provide perfection, and literally by the time I was ready man, to, just to join on, in. Well, I learned later yeah. afterwards. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't need to be on a set schedule because, you know, I was going based off of what I saw with other platforms at streaming like Twitch and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. You you could just stream whenever you could stream because I was working a full time job. But yeah, because I remember I think you were able to as long as you made up the time you were you were you said you would put in for that. Month, they wanted you to stream you were good. at least 30 hours a week. Yeah, or a week. There stream, you go. You were paid up to 40. There okay. was no incentive for you to stream past 40 hours, but making it to 40 hours, dude, I was putting 40 plus hours in <laughs> video is... games a freaking week with a, a full-time job with a full-time job. I was up yeah. all night playing video games. Day and night. And what? you had, again, I'm going to add, you had your YouTube videos you were doing at the same time as well. And I... did you start reselling during that time too, I think, or is that a little after? Is that what you jumped Not into? during when I first started. No, eBay was not even on my radar. But yep. while I was streaming, I started toward I think towards the end of all that venture, I started doing I started doing uh, eBay stuff. And then I realized, like, wow, man, I could really make some money. on Yeah. This. Yeah. And then I did. And I didn't have time to do the streaming. And I was starting to feel like a sellout. Yeah. So it worked. So it yeah. worked out. Nice. It was a good transition. You know, it was oh, the right yeah, time. It was pretty smooth. Nice. Flawless victory. No, that is a, <laughs> it's an awesome notch to have in my belt because I can go up to people and be like, I was a streamer. Paid streamer. Yeah, right. My Here's my videos. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. It was it was cool though, man. That was a very interesting time in my life. Yeah, it was it was just funny. Like literally right when I was about to sign up that like <laughs> to sign a contractor. 
they messaged me back for like thank you for your interest but we're actually not going to be paying streamers anymore and i was like what the hell i was so this pissed. website is being deleted now <laughs> well but well that i didn't realize was happening they were like oh yeah we're opening another platform we gamers so i was like oh that's cool and then they had both and then soon after we all the streamers found out like yeah they're not gonna be around anymore and like everybody kind of bailed which sucked it, it kind of sucked i i thank god uh i have discord for most of them even though i barely ever use discord and i know for most streaming platforms or streamers like that's the go-to thing yeah, i just i, I still really can't get used discord. to it yeah i, I don't it, it was it was kind of complicated to the way to yeah. communicate it was kind of annoying and i didn't have time to invest and i'm like it's just it's just too much work on top of the fact i was on instagram uh what was the other one line i think at the time like that was the one thing we were on too where, yeah, where yeah, like all of my that. other gamer friends like, that was simple that was more like texting yeah exactly that I for me i was like one. that's how i want to do it because the most i was investing time was was on instagram like poke do the posts for the hashtag that was taking like 15 minutes a post that thing was annoying as hell <laughs> and then and then there was times where my my posts wouldn't go through like the hashtag wouldn't go through and i'd be pissed because i would have to try <laughs> attempt like two or three other times there was times like I was just like, dude, I don't even want to do this anymore. And I, I remember like reaching out, well, tagging Instagram like, hey, uh, anybody else having this problem? And nobody really said much. I was like, all right, whatever. But what it's like there's time, so though. much promoting. The community do. that we formed in that. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Dude, everybody there was amazing. And that's uh, one thing I liked about that. I I'm wish I would have kept up with more of them. I've had a few reach out to me over the years, and it's, it's, yeah. it's awesome that I still cross their mind on occasion. I yeah, I remember you, you sent me that uh, Instagram message. Well, I was scrolling through my YouTube comments, and Are I just you, okay. must have never noticed it, but do you remember <laughs> OK Sooners? I know that name, and I, I can't put the face to it. He was remember. always in my stream, and he would come through, but he commented on my YouTube, and I'm just a freaking dip turd, and I just never paid attention to it. Screw you. I was kicking myself in the butt the other day. I was like, man, how did I not notice this? Did you reach YouTube, out whoops. or comment back? Yeah, I commented back, and I liked all of the ones he sent. And then, Oh, uh, shoot. YouTube, like if you have the just the regular app, it doesn't really give you a, a good enough a very notification. Good notification. Or, yeah. Yeah, if you download that YouTube sucks. Studio, that it, it shows your top comments. So that I'm definitely going to be watching them a lot more closely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have no. like 30 views of video, so it's not a big deal right now. I get a yeah, yeah. here and there. <laughs> but this is this is a new channel, right? Compared to the one you were doing when you were doing like the. Uh... I actually converted that that channel into this channel. Okay. So I okay. can keep my subscribers and not gotcha. have to start all the way over. <laughs> Yeah, that's that how would they, not be they, fun. No, it would not. I think that was I a lot of work. 67 subscribers on that channel right now. Yeah, it was a lot of work to do to begin with. Yeah, do you remember all the giveaways I had to do to just to get oh, 60 subscribers on YouTube? Like, freaking stupid. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, you you look legit. I look like a piece of jet. You were doing giveaways and stuff. I'm like, damn, how does this guy have money to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's It's... It's one of those, like they say, you know, fake it till you make it. And not that you were faking it, but, you know, you had to keep up with the rest. I mean, if you didn't do giveaways, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, people like free stuff from giveaways. So, again, that's but that's an investment. You were making an investment in your stream. You knew if you wanted to compete 
with some of the top people, you have to not only engage, you know, just communicating with your chat, but, you know, make it, even though you're playing games, play a different type of game. Hey, you could win a prize. And it's like, oh, let me pay attention. I was dedicated to that stream from day one. I literally cashed out one of my old retirements from an old job (laughs) just to buy a computer. Damn. It was like a thousand dollars, which I'm like, man, I wish I'd have kept that. What an idiot! I don't, I don't, I didn't know what I know now, but you don't know was, nothing. That would have maybe grown to like two dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> something like that. Like it wouldn't have been a big deal. But hey, it was an investment, and but I could have rolled it over into a different account. It's <laughs> okay. You're gonna do that yeah, in the future. It's, a, it's okay. I've I've made I've learned my lessons. It's in the past, and I've got a lot better knowledge now. And I can invest my money better than they can. I guarantee it. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Howdy how. Aw, damn. So uh, what have you been doing with investing so far? Shitting on myself. Um, (laughs) Investment-wise, well, I've been on Robinhood and then recently joined Coinbase several months back. Did you do uh, the uh, free little quizzes they do? I, I got like forty. I got like forty dollars from that. It's crazy. No, but I think yeah, Swag dude. Salad told me about that. Uh, I forget how he was saying you do that. Go, so I guess in explain. The app, you go to uh, get crypto or get more crypto, something like that. Okay. And then it'll it'll say like there'll be all these little articles, and it'll say. Get nine dollars of this random coin, or get two dollars huh. of this random coin. You just literally, it'll it'll start a video, and I would just skip the video and do the <laughs> quiz. And it, if you get it wrong the first time, that's cool. Get it wrong okay. the second time, that's cool. And I would just keep getting them wrong until I got it right, and then it would be really? a dollar. And I'm like, woo! Took me like so three minutes the, to make thirty dollars. <laughs> is the video that's pretty cool? Is the video based on, or is it the quiz based on the video, or vice versa, or? No, you just I like I said I skipped the video. You just have to take the quiz. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, and I took that $30, put it on Shiba Inu and it turned in 160 bucks. Shiba Inu. Oh, so that's the $30 you were talking about. Nice. Yeah. So again, that's one of those things where you're talking about. You didn't use your own money. You made money by doing something and then reinvested that and then in turn did a profit of what is that? <laughs> 3 times? A little more, 4 times? No, yeah, 4 times. More. Four times, right? Three, one twenty, one thirty. Yeah, one twenty. Yeah, one hundred four times dollars profit. Yeah, that's a four time, four four time, four times uh, increase. Six times, right? Thirty. Wait, I thought you said thirty dollars. Thirty into one hundred and sixty. Yeah, so that's three times four, right? Thirty times four. That's... Three times four is going to be one hundred and twenty. Oh, you said 160. Sorry, I thought you said 120. Okay, yeah, damn. <laughs> nice. Like, I'm confused here, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good return. Hell yeah, for something that you did in three minutes. Essentially, you took, you made thirty dollars in three minutes. That's ten dollars in three minutes, or ten dollars per minute. And, and then it took a week to make that 160 total, pretty much. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty damn good. Not bad. I see nothing wrong here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to, you said on the app, you can find that thing. Yeah. Just right on the app. I might actually take a look live after I'm done playing uh clash Royale right now. That's what I've been doing this whole time. We've been talking. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Clash Royale. But yeah, uh, I wake up every morning and I watch YouTube videos about how to fart. It, <laughs> I gotta learn the best technique. <laughs> uh, the a, clincher. There's a couple of guys I watch that talk about investing and uh, stocks and stuff like that. Nice. I'll have to send you their page because these guys are the best. Okay. And they're very okay. informative and they they have very good content. Like I've been learning how to edit videos just from watching these guys. Hmm. Like I want to have so they're... high quality as good as theirs because it's it's perfect. So they're <laughs> providing they're providing more than just financial expertise. They're they're yeah, providing they're... Uh, extra for you even video editing and stuff. Nice. Funny yeah. is always good. No, I've learned be... a ton about stocks and investing and Roth IRAs, cryptocurrency, all yeah, kinds any... of stuff just from watching any... these guys. Retail invest or retail. What am I trying to say? Real estate. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, what you're trying one to say. of them does real estate. <laughs> the other guy, he uh, he lives in Las Vegas, but he also uh, he's a magician. Hmm. But he also does all this uh, dividend investing and. He's got Bitcoin, Ethereum. He has. He's got well, a lot. There's something there we talked about. Diversifying. Plus, they're making buttloads of money on YouTube, and they're yeah. Well, I would just say diversification. That you don't, especially this day and age, exactly. you can't just be stuck in one he's kind got of dividend income. Plus, he yep. has real estate income, YouTube income, multi uh, marketing income. Like, hmm. there's a, there's a lot. Plus, one of them, he's got his own coffee company. Like, there's a lot going on there. Yep. They have money until the end of days. <laughs> the end of days. Yeah. If they could either one of them could quit and just live on the residuals from their YouTube account or any like either one of those streams of income. Hmm. Just those alone. Yeah. Very interesting. That's pretty crazy. Bitty, I wonder how long until your YouTube video like a channel that size. Like I wonder how long and how much money you would make for how long. You know what I mean? Like, Because people wouldn't just stop watching your videos. They'd still be oh, yeah. there. Well, uh, interesting you say that. Like, what's What I've heard, uh, especially on YouTube, if you want to make pretty much good money and fast on YouTube, is doing content for kids, catering towards kids. Because, and my wife and I have babysat many kids and i know several friends uh, that listen to us have babysat as well kids tend to especially when it comes to youtube they tend to re-watch videos and if i remember and you can correct me if i'm wrong youtube pays off of views and subscriptions that's eventually at some point i think but views first first and foremost well and it depends you... on the ad content like it, it's a few things because it I was watching a video on how the SEO works and the ad rates work for uh, YouTube, but it depends on your geographical location, the length of your video, hmm. the topic of your video, your geographic location. Like, really? Yes, because the who are they advertising to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in a prime location, you might get someone in More. America that's willing to pay a higher ad rate than okay. someone in Guatemala that's only willing to pay this amount. So it depends on what your ad rate is. Interesting. Well, I guess I'm going to stay away from the ad stuff and more just talk. Can you talk on just the viewership and payment from that? Do you know that breakdown? What do you mean? Just from, well, well it, from what I the amount of views, the way I, w I was learning it was 
just like you might have a million views on one video and a hundred thousand mm-hmm. views on another video. Okay. The one with the hundred thousand, if they have a higher rate of ad, a higher ad rate, that one might be the higher paid one. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, it's actually these guys, <laughs> these guys I was talking about, the ones that do the, uh, they were doing a breakdown of their YouTube channel, and he's like, this video over here only has ten thousand views. This one has a hundred thousand. He's like, this one with ten thousand has a higher ad rate and is paid more than than this because it's in this this topic and this length and this geographical location. Uh, it was okay. just like the way he was that's... explaining it, I was like, wow, that's freaking crazy. Interesting. Okay, now, I, now I'm now i starting to understand it more. I'm barely like comprehending. <laughs> well, I, I, I get it now what you mean by ad rate because at first I was like, well, what the... Yeah, why would, it depends why would... on the company because some of them pay less. Yeah. Because they're bidding to be on your video. And well, no, because it's I... a more popular subject the more companies are going to bid up that price. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it depends on your content as well mm-hmm. as your geographic location because and how that's large catered of a YouTube towards. channel you are. Well, that's obvious too, yeah. But, okay, that's interesting. It is. Very interesting. But, I mean, but the, anyway, amount of view, I... the amount of ad revenue you're going to get versus actual, like, affiliation revenue is astronomical. Hmm. You're gonna see it's a huge difference. Ad YouTube ad revenue is minuscule compared to like affiliated marketing. Wait, wait. Okay, now you need to expand on that. I'm, I need to. So, like affiliated what... marketing, and this comes in many, many, many forms. Like you could just be um, putting an ad in your video. Like okay. a company reaches out to you, and you're trying okay. to sell their product. Okay. Or so, uh, so Amazon. Like a... So like you're doing a commercial in your video rather than it the video stops and then an ad yes. pops up. Okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You're you're endorsing this this product. But I mean there's many ways to do that. Like Amazon, like if you put an Amazon link, an Amazon affiliate link in your YouTube video and somebody clicks that, even if they don't buy that product just, right Just for there, going to that link, just for clicking on the link, right? Just you for get clicking a percentage. On that, well no. If they click on that link, if they buy anything within a 30-day frame because it's saved in the cache once they click the link, anything they buy, you get a percentage of that sale. 30-day frame. Okay, that's interesting to know. Isn't that crazy? So, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you get a percentage of their sales. So, I mean, So, now I think, okay. How many people click on ads by accident? That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even think Or how many people click, like, somebody... An email. doing a video of my content... Like uh, if I were to put up a video and I'm showing people how to set up their eBay account or how to set up their eBay business, I would link, you know, my printer like, hey, guys, this is what I use okay. to set up yep. my stuff. Yep. Here's all my products. And you just put a list like this is everything I have. Huh. I never thought about that. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. And then like the, the other guys I watch, like they'll have their Coinbase. They'll say, go to Coinbase, use my referral code. You'll get $10 okay. yep. free. Well, those those I know. I know the referral code things or use this. Yeah, yeah. yeah one so of the that's guys, similar he was, to he those. Was showing his uh, referral bonuses, and he had like freaking ten thousand dollars in referrals on like Robinhood or something like that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, that's I was I was literally <laughs> I was literally gonna bring up Robinhood. How I think when we first talked about, it, I was asking if you had it or vice versa, one of those. Oh and yeah, then, I use Robinhood. And then it was it was you know my wife and I created our own or so I forget how it happened, but we. You and I, I don't, I think, I don't know if you sent me the link, but then I know, I think she made it first and then she sent me the link and then that way we got the money, but she didn't do it that with Coinbase, which I'm pissed about. 
because she knew I had it. She was annoyed that I started the Coinbase to begin with. She's like, oh, stop spending money. I'm like, I'm just putting a little bit into here. And then <laughs> like a month ago, something maybe less, like three weeks ago, she creates her own Coinbase. And I'm like, when, when I found it, I'm like, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me? I would have sent you the link and we could because I don't know if they're still doing it now. I think they yeah, are. You get, $10 you get a ten dollar yeah, exactly for spending or investing a hundred dollars. I'm like, are you kidding me? How would you not ask me for my link? Like we're we're a couple. Damn it, this is our money. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's ten dollars in friggin' Bitcoin. I'm like, and I showed her when because I, I I got the link from Swagsout. He was the one that that you know told me to get in there, and I invested a hundred. We both get the ten dollars, and now I think I I made, I think it's at like seventeen dollars. That I that I have that I made from so I'm like I was like oh nice I made seven dollars then I re- thought about it I'm like no wait I made seventeen dollars because this was free so I was exactly, like and this exactly. and this was on Bitcoin I'm like of all things like that's the one you want to be in but what are you gonna do and then I I was asking her if she could like yeah I'm start a new Bitcoin. one I bought when it was at forty six thousand and now it's up sixty I think it's been uh. Well, yeah, ever. but it's only been there for like a week. Yeah, it it freaking went down to like I think forty thousand, thirty nine thousand, something like that. But you know, it was there for a while, and I was like, man, what happened to Bitcoin? And then out of nowhere, it just blew up after that freaking ETF hit the market. Yeah. And they're talking about another ETF, and everybody's like, Bitcoin's gonna be at two hundred thousand by December. And I'm like, Whoa. wow, <laughs> I hope. Dude, there's a lot of people that are saying Bitcoin is going to be around eighty to a hundred thousand. Really? December. Yep. That I haven't lot. heard. What is uh? Can you expand on the acronym ETF so people know? Uh, you're gonna freaking you're gonna yeah. fart on me right here. I don't know too what ETFs. I, I don't remember what ETF. I don't either. That's why I was asking too. <laughs> I, know. I was I like, that ex- sounds fancy and nice, but I can explain I, I, what it is. But okay, so remember. let's do that then. Let's do that. What is what? what I'm gonna does look it up do? what the ETF stands for. Extra exchange traded funds, but extremely ETF... extreme tart farts. What tart farts? <laughs> extremely tart farts. <laughs> extreme. An ETF <laughs> is basically a basket full of stocks. Gotcha. So like, okay. Yeah. So, like, say you bought Tesla and Apple and Microsoft and all these, and you put them all together, and then you're like asking, "Here's a basket." Like, hey guys. Let's all put into this basket and we'll all reap the benefits. That's got basically it, what it. it is. You're diversifying your portfolio immediately. Was, okay, that's what I was going to say. It's it's a built-in diversified portfolio, essentially. Yeah, it's an already built portfolio that you're just buying a portion of. And I think you can see what's in them, right? You you can see the different yeah, the bundle. If you go, okay. Yeah, it, like it, it depends on who's it for, but I mean I draw I buy Vanguard. That's my Yeah. You told me about that when I, I put oh something God, in yeah, there. I have made a good amount of money off of them, and it's been it's so stable. It doesn't go down a whole lot, and when it does, I just buy more. <laughs> and that's the thing with investing is you got to – part of diversifying your portfolio is there's like what we were talking about earlier with uh, Necro. Uh, hopefully, he, he was going to join us, but life happened, and so he'll be in the next podcast, hopefully. Um, we were talking about – just the, the diversifying and and essentially what you were talking about with I, I'm gonna butcher your name Shinobu Shishimobu Shibibu the the ghetto uh, Deutsch thing Shinobu Shinobu there you go um how when it jumped up Shina, to, Shiba Inu holy crap 
Neither one of us got it right. <laughs> That's because I messed you up. <laughs> I said the wrong thing and it messed you up. Anyway, um, no, just just in that, like when you were talking about how it jumped up and then you were checking it again. Good thing you were checking it daily, literally while it worked. And we don't uh, recommend doing that, especially the job you do. I'm not going to say anything. Um, but if you didn't stay on top of that, you no, would have missed that, out, and and that's you something you had to and... check on the minute, every minute. Like you had to be right there because how, how much it was growing was insane. Well, that's that's I the wish thing. I Those are sold at the peak. Honestly, that's just, it's so speculative. With but that, that's, yeah, you're, you're better you off. Like when you feel like you've made a good amount of money, you probably should pull out. I mean, that's my, you don't have to Bail. take that, but I mean, ah, just look at all of the cryptocurrencies that have come and gone. It's speculation. I don't yep. think. I don't think Shiba Inu is going to be one that's going to stay. I really don't. I think it's going to come and go. I don't think Dogecoin is one that's going to be coming. I don't think that one's going to have another comeback. Maybe it does, mm. but I don't think it's going to, it's here to stay. It, it might be, be it might be in the market for a while, but I don't think it's going to be the one that's to you know ground the uh, cryptocurrencies like I think Bitcoin and Ethereum. Oh yeah, Bitcoin's a different monster. Yeah, I really this I is, feel like Bitcoin is going to be the one that people base cryptocurrency values on. Like that's yeah. the gold standard of cryptos. And then you have would, Ethereum, which is more useful. I would say I don't think that's what they're going to base it on. I think it, we're already there. I think that is the standard when it comes to crypto is Bitcoin. Like I think yeah, that's we the just one. need more money into it to where it's more stable. Like the more people that put money into it, the larger it becomes, the less one person or 10 people can manipulate the price and make it fluctuate so much. True. Yeah. Right now I remember we have so many people that own so much of it and they pull out and it moves so much and then everybody gets scared and sells. Well, I think, I think maybe we, I, I know what you're saying, but I think we want to be more clear in the words is there's a very few amount of people that own large portions of it and they can, yeah, I remember Swag's house telling me about it when it came to Deutsch. And some Doge. other ones is there's Doge. one person that owns a crap load. He can literally, if he sells, well, that, they, they call them whales. That was just about to say that. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting to. Where you got to be careful with those because they can make it look really good, and then they can make it look like a dying animal, just in a matter of simply selling. They can manipulate the market had. price. Yeah, literally. which is yeah, which is dangerous and scary. But I just wanted to go back what I was saying before with the diversifying, and then the different types of investments and stuff is. We were talking about Shibu Inu. I don't care. I'm going to butcher it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, with with that, like what you were talking about, that that's like I was I was kind of joking, but also serious about like that's more like a day trader type stuff where that you need to be invested in it and watching it. Otherwise, because the fluctuation is so fast. Yeah, and it could be literally within the same asset. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other ones like you talked about Vanguard, where it's more of like a passive income and it's more something stable as you mentioned like i look at it throughout the week just to see like this week has been crazy this whole this month it's gone up 10 percent for me but i mean this is this my is entire something portfolio that, has gone up eight percent this month it's yeah. been insane but i'm saying this is this is the part 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 of the diversifying it's like what are you looking to do and and also what are you looking to invest in invest meaning not just financially time-wise because if you want to do something like shibu inu whatever i'm going to butcher it i don't care every time if you're going to do something like that or something volatile something that's going to fluctuate like crazy all the time 
then that means you need to invest a lot more time into it. And are, are you willing to do that? Or can you even afford to do that? So it's, you know, you got to know yourself. You got to know what you're willing to risk, what time, energy, and effort, as well as the finance you're, you're willing to put in. And on and how it, much you're supposed to risk, you need to calculate that out. Like look yeah. at your portfolio and literally figure out the percentage of what you're willing to put down. Like, and this me, might personally, I don't like to go over if it's a speculative asset, I don't like to go over 2% of what I have available to me. Yeah. And essentially what you're saying is, is limiting yourself, putting a limit on yourself. Yeah. Mitigating gonna, your risk. You don't want to lose yep. it all. Yep. Don't bet all it's your good, money on it. Good term. That's don't put I all keep, your eggs in one basket. That's, that's why I say. keep most of my money. When you say that, I keep most of my money in an ETF, which is kind asset. of like it's in one basket, but it's. <laughs> and a bunch of baskets at the same time. It's, yeah, but it's, it's also, but it's also you're not. That's not your only investment. So that's that's the also it's diversified. But yeah. then also that's not your only basket. You have mo- it's one basket that's got a bunch of other baskets, but that's not your only basket. Even at the end of the day, no, I have other investments and incomes. Yep. And uh, my my portfolio right now is pretty simple. I have seventy percent is on the uh, U.S. market. ETF, and then I have twenty percent is on uh, dividend high dividend yield ETF, which gives me a higher rate of dividend, and then five uh, percent is on the the entire world market ETF, and then I have I think another five percent that's Bitcoin. <laughs> well, I think it's like two percent, and then I have like. It's like two and a half and two and a half between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Hmm. You don't say. Uh-oh. But definitely Uh-oh. VT. It's it's VTI is the ticker symbol. That's definitely my favorite one. And it pays like all of those pay a dividend. So VTI is one point. I think it's 1.5 or 1.2 some, or 1.8, something like that. It's not a lot, but when you have a lot into it, that is a lot. It's a it's a pretty good amount. Bidding and that. I just have that I just have that set to auto invest. So whenever the dividend comes in, it just goes right back in. Damn it. Okay, there we go. Whew, sorry. I'm back. Um okay. Nice. Very nice. Are you so familiar guess, with dividends? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I am. Okay. Um, I know I have. Do I have one? I'm trying to. I'm, I was gonna look at my Coinbase. There's one of them. I know there's a few. Um, well, you're not gonna get a dividend in Coinbase. No, there. Well, not dividend. There's a percentage you can gain. Where the hell is? There's like one or two or like four. All right. No, oh, I have it on yeah. one. I have it on one. What is it? Um, hold on. Portfolio. It's an interest rate. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Hold on, where the hell is this for? Like I know USD coin. I forget what that stands for, but you can get a a fifteen percent coin, a fifteen percent APY. I don't know what that stands for. I'm gonna see if I could find annual percent says. yield. Thank you, sir. That's what I got <laughs> you here for annual lies yield offered for USD. Okay, yep. Uh, yeah, that and it, Cosmos. There you interest. go. So so I have Cosmos, and that Isn't has that a one five. Four? Five, it's a five percent, five percent, which that's uh, pretty damn good. Oh, I said fifteen percent. Sorry, that's point fifteen for a uh, USD. 
coin. Point so one Cos- five. Point one five. And whereas Cosmos yeah. is five percent, like a full yeah, 5%. Point one five percent. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I know and, and and I've let me see. Well that's I guess, USD that it's literally the US dollar coin. Yeah. It's US yeah, dollar. Not something you should invest That's in. worse than any saved account. Well point one five sucks, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so does the U.S. dollar. It's been dropping. Yeah, the U.S. Let's, let's dollar. Let's not go into that. Let's not go into that right now. <laughs> oh, look. In. So speaking of Bitcoin, so I have eighteen dollars and fifty cents on Bitcoin from getting free Bitcoin, ten percent, I think, or ten dollars of Bitcoin. Hey, if you roll that Bitcoin into BlockFi, you can get five percent cash back as well, or five percent interest. What the hell is BlockFi? What? Who? BlockFi. It's a. It's a. It's storage for your Bitcoin and other currencies, but you put it there. And then hmm. you can put it on a cold storage wallet. And Whoa. while it's sitting there growing, Whoa. it literally, you're accumulating 5%. You're blowing my mind, sir. So you're saying reinvest this Bitcoin monies. No, you're just into... moving. You're just moving it there. That's it. That's all. It's like from one bank account to another. Is that and off then, of Coinbase or? Well, you can transfer it from there to BlockFi. It's, oh, I have to create a, yeah. an account for BlockFi. Yeah, but okay, I mean, this is okay. for people who have, you know, time and money, thousands of dollars <laughs> in Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, time and money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because with cold storage, yeah. you can literally you put it. It's it's like a USB card, and you can take it, put all your Bitcoin, hmm. or I wouldn't recommend putting all your all. Well, your, yeah, unless yeah. you like triple. You can do like a multi-password or multi-signature encryption, but okay. You, you can put a percentage of your Bitcoin on there, take it out of your computer. Nobody can steal that unless they physically take it out of your hand. But nobody can hack your crap and, and take it now. So you, you can minip, it's mitigating your risk again. Like if BlockFi servers get hacked and they take that money and in the FDIC doesn't cover all of it, you have some mm-hmm. on an offline storage is what that is. Huh. Yeah, it's like it's a wallet. Intertesting. So, uh, going back to the quizzes or something you were saying, uh, is that under reward the rewards tab? Discover ways to earn more crypto. Start earning, or is there somewhere else that I should be going on the home page? Uh, earn rewards. Invite uh, a friend to Coinbase. You both get ten dollars. Scared to minimize this because I thought I'm gonna. We were uh, it before. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm on. I'm on. Thank God, I have two phones. Uh, I'm a drug dealer on the side. Whoops. Sorry. Whoops. Freudian slip. No, I'm just kidding. I use this for my apps. So, uh, let me see. Bounce token. I don't know what that is. Earn three dollar auction. Well, okay. So I guess is, this is it. Here, protocol for automatic AI. What is fetch? Okay, so this looks like a. a yeah, the, I fetch, think I found bounce. it. Yeah, there was a few of them, but clover. I did, okay, I found it. Yep. If you go to sell them, by the way, it'll charge you a fee. But what you do is you just convert it into another cryptocurrency. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's free that way. Yeah, that it's I know. Stupid that... how much they charge you to sell things. That was that was uh, what uh, Swagsod was telling me about why he wanted to get thing, on Coinbase. If you ever do want to sell set up a uh, Coinbase Pro because it's a lot cheaper to buy and sell on there. Coinbase Pro. But, yeah, because you can transfer your entire balance from Coinbase to Coinbase Pro and it's cheaper to buy and sell on there. They Shibu Ninu. Like 2%. And I think on Coinbase, they charge you just like 98 cents. Shibu Ninu. Ooh. 
Shiba I Inu. Shiba Inu. I uh I doubled my profit so far because I put in a hundred and now it's at I have two hundred fifteen dollars. So yeah. One thing I the one thing I don't like about Shiba Inu, it does not show what you buy it in. Like it doesn't show your buy cost. It doesn't show okay. how much like your percentage, like how much it's grown since your purchase. Like if you go to oh, Robin Hood, it'll Rob, show yeah, like yeah. your average buy cost and it'll show how much you're up so far. Like it's just a yeah. lot more user friendly. I've it's I've definitely I, that's, my favorite platform. That's something I talked to Swags out about when I first signing to, to Coinbase. I'm like, what the hell? Why isn't it showing me this and that? He's like, Oh yeah. I forgot to mention, like it's different. It's a different format and setup from Robinhood. I was like, "Damn, that sucks!" Because exactly what you said, it's it's hard to tell what you've invested and how much you've you've gained, other than if you know what you put in. Honestly, like, after I sold my Shiba Inu, I transferred my money to Robinhood. <laughs> wow. I don't think I'm going to use Coinbase. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of it. Well, I, I know it's that like that's I talked to Swags out a lot about it is because Coinbase, if you guys don't know this already, I'm gonna let you know now, Coinbase is for cryptocurrency. Crypto yeah. investment, crypto stocks. Yeah. So it's strictly crypto. But they that's why Robin Hood's pretty different. high fees is my issue. And well, yeah. It's not a very user friendly platform. And I think I think the reason they charge the high fee part of it might be is the fact that what we talked about before is you can instead of selling and 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 taking your earnings, selling your stock and taking your earnings, you can reinvest it into other crypto. And I, that's a cool feature and it's unique because you can't do that in Robinhood. But maybe that's the catch twenty two. No, but with you it. can sell and then reinvest it. Yeah, yeah. For the, Whereas like, this the one is process. This one it's well, the, the other thing I don't like about uh, Coinbase is the fact that they take a percentage of. So if I wanted it, like I, I said, I put in a hundred dollars. Well, the re- realistically, after they take their charge, I put in like ninety five dollars or something, or ninety nine dollars and fifty cents. They take a small percentage of, you know, yeah. for I guess user fee, if you will. It's it's definitely cheaper on Coinbase Pro, but <laughs> but then know. again, you're I, paying so. Robinhood is getting crypto wallets, so I'm just mm. keeping my, my money over there, and then once I have my crypto wallet set up, because I don't really have a bunch in Bitcoin. I'm not really worried about someone hacking me, because I'm not Oh, yeah, rich. you don't have... Yeah. <laughs> You're not? Wait, what? You're not rich. You're speaking like one. Goodbye, a rich sir. bitch. <laughs> you speak like a rich bitch. Well, excuse me. Wait a minute, did I just go up in Bitcoin now that we're... Hold on a second. I was at 15, I said, and I think now it's at 18. Yeah, it is, 18.49. Interesting. Okay. I don't really care. Like, that's that's something for me. It's like, cool, I got, I, I'm not going to have enough to buy one stock of Bitcoin anytime soon. So, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy watching that one right now. Because uh, I'm not... I mean, several months back, we were all pretty like almost daily in contact when it came to Deutsch and some other stuff in crypto. But that, again, that's, that's one of those other things. Like for, it was stressful to do that. It was kind of fun when I was learning, the more I was learning, it was more fun and like easier, especially to do with friends like you and swag Salad and others like, okay, I'm not doing it alone. We're learning things. We're working off of, you know, brainstorming, getting ideas, like supporting one another. 
But at the same time, it was I was investing a lot of time and energy and effort, and it was just it was too much to the point where swag salad <laughs> it was really bad when when Doge went up and then dropped like he literally he was like pissed and like depressed and like a negative Nancy. I'm like, dude, I don't even want to talk to you. Like you're just you're you're just like oh this is stupid da da da. And it's like, but that's we we did had he, a taste of of how stocks lose? work. Well, yeah, he he lost you know some money, but but I the I took it as this is because he he invests he's got more money he's than myself and he invested, you know we can say several hundreds, if not thousands, up to maybe two thousands or plus way more than what I was putting in anywhere up to like a hundred at most in, in something. So he was investing more. So he felt it more. And I, I can understand when you have like that stupid thing. If you remember with GameStop and AMC and these hedge funds going hedge fund, people going nuts when you've got millions and billions of dollars of money, like, yeah, you, that makes your head spin. Like ah, I'm going to flip out. And I could just, like I said, I just saw it with swag salad with just a few hundred dollars. Like how angry he got. I'm like, now I can see why these investors are the biggest assholes in the world or these hedge fund assholes yeah, who I are mean, trying to manipulate the market. It's Gosh, another sorry. thing of mitigating your risk. I mean, well, that's find the thing. your comfortability level and keep it there. Like when I'm ahead on something, like with AMC, I put in, I think I put in like $200 or something like that. And then it grew to like 400 the next, like, like the next day or overnight or something mm. like that. And I'm like, cool, sold it. And yep. then it went down and I bought again and it went up again. And I think I was up $300 and I sold and I didn't buy it. I'm like, I just made $500 off of 200 bucks. Yeah. Happy. And I and don't think it's going anywhere. And it and, did a little bit, but it hasn't really moved much since. Yeah. And that's something like I thought about while I was in there. Cause a lot of people were like, hold, hold, hold. And then I missed that time when it, when Doge went up to 70, I was like, to investing, don't listen to other people. <laughs> well, no, not it's even your money. Well, well, not even other people. That that is a good point. But other, also, other people who are in the same exact boat as you, meaning they don't really know what the hell they're talking about because they just started to. Yes, when it comes to the stock market, <laughs> if somebody tells you that they know what they're talking about, they're full of shit. Or they're trying to manipulate you and keep you in there. So there's you can... literally you can look at the numbers yeah. and the statistics and the flow charts all day, and they will literally tell you. Nothing. Well, there's and no predictability to the stock market. Yeah, it can go either way. You're literally, you're when it's you a buy risk. a stock, you're it's not a risk. buying the value of that company. You're buying the emotions of the people that are buying it. Yes. Yeah. So That's when the stock point. market's going up, people are happy with their investment. When the of stock course. market goes down, people are afraid, and it's a volatile market. And then that's, and that's the, where you need that's when you need to buy is when it's going down. Well, I was just about to say that that's where things get interesting because that's where you need to know when people are jumping ship to not follow not freak suit. out. Don't sell yes. your, don't sell your entire portfolio. Just watch well, it. When the storm is hitting is if you would buy at that price, you shouldn't sell <laughs> at that yes, price. Yes. You just exactly. buy more. That's especially a good point. if it's a quality stock. That's a good point. If but it's this something is... you don't believe in, like, sorry, Doge. <laughs> no, no cut your losses. No, cut I just your losses. Well, that's a, that's the thing I was trying to get to before was like with swag salad, and I was with the hype, and everybody at work, like you and me, every we were just, everybody was going. It was fun and cool, but it was also stressful. And then after like two months, and especially after that big dip and drop, 
And I was just like, it, like I can't keep up with this. Again, when you have a full-time job, other responsibilities, like if you're not a millionaire and you can, you can chill and do this as a hobby, it's not something that you want to kind of get stuck in. Like something I thought about is this would be great if we were back in high school with not really much responsibility. We don't need to have a lot of money. I've seen some like teenagers, young teenagers are on crypto and, and Robin Hood and stuff. And I was just thinking like with the entertainment company I work for, like at bar mitzvahs and bad mitzvahs, these are like 13, 12, 13, 14 year olds. And I was thinking like, that's the time to, to do it. Cause you can learn, you can essentially it's, it's trial and error. You play around and it's like a video Oops. game. The more you play at it, the better you're going to get. And you don't need what a lot. Do, what do you think about the guy who made $17 billion on Shiba Inu? What would you have done? When was that? I think that was in the beginning of it or something. Or no, what, it was, I, it was when I heard about this. Spike. He went up his the value of his portfolio went up to seventeen billion dollars. How how much did he invest? Did it mention? Um, uh, let me let me look it up. I think because I might be mixing it up with another story of another guy who invested like his life savings or something for I don't know if it was do, uh, Bitcoin it was or something like coin. that. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and no. then he. That One sounds guy, like a similar story though. That's the thing. I, I like my wife and I talked about them. Like, yeah, I wouldn't. She wouldn't. First of all, she would kill me before I even were, was able to do that. Well, there so, was a lot of. It wasn't an option. A lot of money on Shiba. But that's the like, thing. This it's, guy, he turned seventeen dollars in five point nine million. Now, let's take that for example. If you nice. put seventeen bucks into okay. something a year ago, and now it's and it turned into a billion, million, what would you million. do? What What do you mean? What would I do? In, in what aspect? Would you Just, sell it? Uh oh, interesting. Turns into five point nine million. Um, you gotta realize though, once you sell it, that's thirty percent. No, because you held it for a year, so now you're down to point one five. I'd fucking sell that. Fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> well, didn't he sell it? Right? I don't know. Oh, I would have sold it. I would have um, sold it like I would, like, dude, five million. I would I'll say yeah, that somewhere what? else off of a joke. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing too. Like my wife, when she bought Deutsch, she bought it back like a year before the hype where it was a fraction of a cent. And I think she put $10 in it. And if she were to put a hundred and she's like, Oh, I just bought it as a joke. And apparently I, we had this argument because I was like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, yeah, I did tell you. And you weren't listening. I was like, I don't remember you telling me about this, but damn it. No, Cause I put a hundred dollars on it back then too. And yes. I remember you told down. me that. And then you and bailed like, out. And I'm just going to sell. And yep, I learned yep. a lesson because literally I put a hundred on, Bitcoin, I put a hundred on Shiba or not Shiba, Dogecoin, and I put a hundred yeah. on Ethereum. And if I would have held all of those, I would have cleared like fifteen grand. But that's but that's the thing. <laughs> that's the catch there. Like this is why, and it, that's what I was saying before. Like when I was in the hype with you and Swags out and friends from work and everybody, it was cool, but also it was annoying and exhausting because again, not only can you not predict it, sometimes it's like a plant. You got to just let it grow. And then don't yeah. it don't focus on it so much because it's like looking at a clock. It's one of those things where you're like, why didn't the time? Why didn't an hour go by? And you're like, and then somebody's like, well, dude, it, it only moved five seconds. So you gotta let thing it grow. To reinstate your firmness on being able to hold something is do your research yes. on why you're holding it. Yeah, research what no the why. property and what the concept behind Bitcoin or Ethereum or Shiba Inu or any of these, like research the passion project, what are you doing? why this is a thing. Yep. 
Like if I need to send you a video on Understand. the philosophy of Bitcoin because uh, it it's a two hour video on YouTube, but it is worth a freaking listen. It I'm down for it. Fascinating. It, it's essentially understanding the hype and then the trend, like we were talking about earlier. Trend knowing a trend or seeing if you could catch a trend as it's building up, that's when you can do the best. I, I've listened to many well, successful people on YouTube and stuff. They talk about that. If you can read trends or or catch a trend in the beginning. That's when you can do the most and make the most from because you're at well, the, after the precipice. Bitcoin, what a lot of people did a year ago, they put a little bit of money in everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. But I mean, if you would, uh, there was, I forgot, it was a flow chart that they were talking about. And it was, uh, if you would have put $100 into every single cryptocurrency okay. the one year ago, what it would be. And it turns out, like, if you would have put, all of that money into just Bitcoin, you would have made more. And if you <laughs> yeah, put all so of that money more. into Ethereum, you would have made way more. <laughs> mm. Well, that's the thing. You can't, you don't know. And that's why, like, you're saying that guy that that made millions off of $17, he didn't know he was going to do that. I guarantee if they did an interview no. with him, he might have been like, oh, it was a joke or I didn't know what I was doing or I don't know. You know, some that's the other thing. It, it's a crazy chance, a crazy risk or or just dumb luck. And and literally putting it in the right place, even though you didn't, you're just like, ah, it was a joke. That's the thing. That's that's life too. Like you never know what's gonna happen when. That's You'd be doing life great. changing, right there. Yeah. That would, uh, Jesus Christ. And going back to that, what would I do? I would at, at the very least, I would definitely take out at least half of that, maybe seven. Okay, but why? Why would you keep half of it in there? You're cutting out. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, why would I leave half or, or 70 or 25%? Yeah, because think about it. You're at the absolute highest that this speculative well, coin has ever been. Has that? Yeah, okay. That's, that, that's a keyword is highest it's ever been. I don't know. Again, this is the market. I don't know if it's going to continue to go up. I don't know if it's going to drop. I don't know, but okay. I might. Well, I, mean, I might just take another chance. Half, you already locked I, in your profits. You made. That, that's exactly way more. But I mean, that's leaving it in there for me is still kind of scary. Well, that's and this is something like I'm not gonna. I, I literally am. Uh, I'm gonna do one of the situations where I say all the time, like if where people are like, oh, if I was in that situation, I would do this. I'm going to just say, I don't, I re honestly don't know what I would do if I was in that situation because I haven't been there. But I'm just going to speculate roughly what I would probably do if I think it through logically. I might keep some in there just because, like we just mentioned, I put, set, let's say it was a joke that I put $17 in there and I made millions. Not, not, I didn't double, triple, quadruple. I didn't make a hunch, several hundred. I didn't make a thousand. I made millions. At that point, I'm just like, bro, um, <laughs> I can take this, the, all this. It's it's superb amount of profit. And like, literally, what am I going to lose if I leave the rest in there? I'm going to lose money I never had to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not really. I forget the one the one phrase I saw. It's like when you have money in your hand, like cash. When you're going to pay for something, you feel it more than when you pay it with a credit card. Because when you're looking at the cash, you're like, "Wow, this is I'm spending this much money." Whereas a credit card, it's just a card. You don't, you're not really paying attention 
to the uh, to the I'm, dollar amount. I'm, I'm a little. I'm gonna disagree with you there because with how I keep up with my money, I feel it every time I swipe my card. <laughs> okay. Especially if I'm spending my personal funds. When it's business, it's not. I'm a little bit indifferent because I know that this money is to make money. But when I am taking and I'm I'm going to Taco Bell to buy a taco, I'm like Taco Butts four dollars. Okay, right. so you're just you're just on top of your money all the time. So that that's a different scenario. But yeah, I'm I know I, I for me for me that <laughs> for me that notion of with the with the cash really hit home for me because that's no, how I yeah, like that's, to that's, that's how I like I to pay use, for things. I, I like to, cash. I like to that's the thing. I like to pay things with cash because I can literally see I know how much I have in my wallet. And well, I can the, see the thing it for me you know, thinning out. Using a, a debit card. I don't use debit cards, actually. Using a credit card or doing, a debit card all? is beneficial for uh, me. One, because I get cash back rewards. So I'm getting a discount on everything I buy. And then the other thing is I'm able to look back and keep a log of every transaction. Whereas if you're using cash, you're not getting the cash back. So there's no benefit there. You just lost money. And then secondly... You have to write down by hand every transaction or save your sheets. So you're wasting time if you're trying to accurately capture how much you're spending every month. Whereas mm. with a credit card, I can swipe my card and then as long as I catalog all my receipts or all my expenditures within that week before the week's over, I can kind of get a good idea of what I spent that week because I do mine week by week. Okay. That's how I'm able to budget my food. Lucy? Well, see, and, and one of the key words you talked about was budget and, and things like that. And I just want to mention, because uh, some people listening might know this, others might not. I don't know if I talked to you about it, um, but that phrase that I just. You're cutting out again. Thank you for that heads up. Uh, I'm cut, I was cutting out actually because I, I closed out the app. My wife has just been texting me. I'm going to be. Heading over to the ER soon oh, okay. to meet with her, um, but that's a, no, that's a good. Thank you for that heads up because I, I keep forgetting. Unfortunately, using Anchor for our podcast, like you have to have the app open, otherwise it'll kick you out and end the podcast, which is kind of annoying. But this is what you get when you're paying nothing. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, it's right? Still recording after you close it out at that point. Oh crap! Now that you mentioned that, because yeah. I don't remember if we had an issue with that or not. That's a good point, and we're about to find out then. So, this might. Hopefully, you guys do hear this. You might not. We'll find out as soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> it's a decent one. Ah! Dude, I almost a, don't want to continue. I pretty think, good I, length. I think it. I think it is still good though because I'm looking at my screen right now. It's still blinking red, recording. The time's still going up. You and I are still here. Our, our, yeah. we didn't disconnect, so I think we should be good. But we'll definitely know after this is over. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, I'm glad we got to cover a lot of these topics: personal finance. Yeah, and we. This is one of those videos like. I'm not going to end it now because I, ha I have probably 20 minutes before I get to the hospital anyway. So we can keep going until I get there because um, I'm on my okay. phone. So I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Just drinking here. Um, but what, what I was mentioning was that phrase I mentioned about paying with something with cash rather than with credit card and how you can feel it. Like there's a uh, emotional connection, if you will, or something. I got that from 
something called Financial Peace University by Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you heard of him. Um, yeah. He's like a financial guru. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm not really too big of a fan of Dave Ramsey. He gives good advice and he gives bad advice at the same time. He's a uh, really strong advocate against credit cards, which I disagree oh, yes, with. That, that I know. I, I Again, I like that because, like I said, I never liked credit cards and I paid most of my stuff with cash. Well, if the I, thing is, a lot of people don't understand the benefits of using a credit card. One, yeah, it increases your financial credit score. And then two, you get the cash back rewards. Like a lot of people are able to take free flights, use in-flight lounges, and then the cash back rewards, a two to sometimes 5% discount on everything you buy is... A no-brainer to me. Well, yeah, no, no. That's you bring up good points in, in the sense that like many people unfortunately don't know or aren't responsible with credit cards. Like if you get a, a high school or student or like, a college student. I want to go and dive more into the don't know because they're miseducated. They're not educated at all. Yeah. Most they people don't aren't understand the benefits. Well, and and what's and worse then, is the 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 banks and the credit card companies they don't care to really explain things they just it they just put things up in flashy terms and stuff and most people well, don't read the fine a print. lot of people look at the apr on a credit card and they're like wow 30 percent i don't even know what apr stands for percent <laughs> it's apr so like if you if you spend a hundred dollars that means 30 percent is what you would pay if you were to hold that in there for a year that's the annual percent interest. So, I mean, that's 30%. I mean, you would break that down by 12 months. And don't quote me. I'm not 100% accurate on this, but I know that it's not, not? 30% up front. But you're supposed to be the professional. Because whenever you get a credit card bill, if you ever carry over interest, it's not 30%. It's, you know. More. Huh. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yep. divided over 12 months. Yep. But either way, that that APR, that twenty nine point nine nine percent APR, which is most people's starting credit card, mm-hmm. I don't even look at that because if you don't carry over a balance, you don't you have don't, anything to worry about. You don't pay anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's and that's, that's another benefit of having a credit card is when I put all my bills on my credit card, say. All my bills go on one day and put my bank account, my, my paycheck hasn't come in yet. It doesn't matter. All my, like, I have enough money in my credit card to pay for it. And then, yeah. you know, my, my paycheck comes in the next day and then I pay off my credit card. Not that well, that's ever happened to me, but if it were to happen, then I would you're, be fine. You're covered. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, the thing. It's never get paid late. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. It, it's being a responsible person with your finances, essentially, essentially what we're, why we're discussing this yeah, in, to begin not with. Everybody is a freaking. I am a special kind of person when it comes to finances. I, I don't no, really understand myself. And so am I. So am I. And that's I, that's the three P's. You're being persistent, but prudent, and not being wasteful, not being stupid, not being sloppy. Yeah. You're paying attention to the details, even though it's extremely exhausting. Because I know too. I I've kept track. Our first well, year of marriage. I think I told I you about it. When I first started doing it, it was exhausting at first. Oh, it once, sucks. Yeah. Once I figured it out, it's really easy. Hmm. Once I boil it down to how I can keep track of it easily, because the hardest part was, for me was food budget. That oh, was man. the hardest part. Gross. Once I figured out, because for me, it's easier to keep track, track of that bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Or not bi-weekly. Weekly. 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 Yeah, I, I know what you meant. 
And then I figured out how much I spend on average. You really just have to do it for a few months and get an idea of what you spend for a month. And then you, you kind of you overshoot it. I usually like I have mine set. I, I spend $60 a week is hmm. what my budget is set for food, which is kind of high for a single male. But and we're talking sometimes we're okay. I, I, I want to just clarify $60 for groceries, not for eating out. That's separate. Well, no, that that would be included. So if I were to stop really? Taco Holy Bell crap. on the way home, I would include that in there. Damn. $60 a week for anything well, food related. Got you. $240 gotcha. a month. So, I mean, I would just say eating out wise, that's you're looking at if you're depending on what you buy, that's maybe three meals <laughs> tops. So you want to be careful eating out. You know, that's yeah. I mean, some people I, are like, yeah, hey, you know, no, no, no. Then I, I also I know have a discretionary you... budget, which is kind of open ended. It's more of a blank check. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to do a video on how I do this because I feel like I have a pretty clean system that if people would implement this into their life, it would be highly beneficial. Like once you start figuring out how much you spend, then you can go through and you can weed out the things that you spend too much on. And then you could start being a super a super turd and, and calling your cell phone company when they overcharge you for $3 on something that <laughs> you noticed, dude, mm. I will, I am so petty. <laughs> I will call somebody and argue over the dumbest freaking thing. Like yesterday I, I, I called AT&T cause they're charging me $7 more than what they told me <laughs> they're going to be charging me. I'm like, yeah, hey, y'all gotta, y'all gotta get on top of this. Listen, no, that might be petty. I don't care what anybody says at the end of the day, that's being, you're being proved money because this is something i've talked to my wife about with a lot of things um but especially with our finances like i'm just going to give a quick example of let's just say dealing with doctors or medical expenses do you how many times either we caught i would say if anything we caught the the whether it was the dentist the doctor visit whatever it was where we caught them essentially lying and i and i told her if i don't know i don't care if they did Cutting out again. Can you hear me? Yep. Sorry, I backed out again because my wife texted me. Uh, did you? Should I repeat the whole thing? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you pretty much started and then you cut out. <laughs> okay, so like I, I was telling my wife with with a lot of things, like pretty much you need to be you need to stay on top of your finances in every aspect. Again, it's a pain in the ass. But just like with anything, working out, it's a pain in the ass to do it when you haven't done it in a while. But once you get it down, it becomes easier and you become better at that. And that's with well, you know, me, anything in life. At first it was a chore, but now I kind of – I'm more than kind of. I like doing it because yeah. it's exciting seeing how much money I have. Like whenever I get a paycheck, I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. When I get my yep. paycheck, I'm excited because – not because I'm getting my paycheck, because I get to see – how much is left over and how much I can invest in the stock market or yep. go into savings or put towards a, a loan. Well, we can say that's a form of control. You feel like you're in control because you are, you're on top of what's coming in it. You're not just letting it flow and go and you don't know what the hell is going on. You know, and that's where a lot of people live. Sometimes they don't want to no, do that extra work. I to, don't worry about how much money is in my bank account because I know, oh. At all times, I have enough to cover What's in anything exactly at all but times. That, 
Well, that's the thing. You don't have. You don't have. You don't worry because you don't have to worry because you have the knowledge. You have. You you know what's going on. You're aware. When you're unaware of stuff, that's when, you know, it's the fear of the unknown, right? That's yeah, and a, there's a, a lot of people that go- pay when they have the money, and they yeah, spend and when they have the money, and that, they're and living that's paycheck a, to paycheck because they don't know how much they have or how much they're yeah. spending. And you can change that at any point. All you got to do is just invest some time into that's, figuring things out. Yeah. That's it. This is another form of – I'm going to keep saying this. It might get annoying. But it's another form of mitigating risk Say it. and it's mitigating stress. Yes, Because yes. the less stress oh, you man. in life – Oh, my God. I, and like you say, control. Like this mm-hmm. is me establishing control over my life and taking the reins and making what I have available to me work for me. Yep. Because I'm not a, a rich man, but I don't live paycheck no. to paycheck. Yep, and same same here. And you, you brought up a good point there about the control, because you know how they always you hear all the time like, oh, well, you know, there's you can't control it, everything. Like you're a control freak, you can't control. No, there are some things. There's many things you can't control, but there are some things that you can directly control. That's your health and then, your finances, how you act or react to any life situations. That's all yes. on you. You Emotional have the choice. Intelligence. Yes, you have the ability to make a choice on every single decision or every single thing in your life even if once you're able to do that when the things that arise that you cannot control you can look at them and not yeah you i'm not worried as much when Mm -hmm. my tire blows out or something like that. exactly people are like how are you not freaking out right now and i'm (laughs) like you know it's it's out of my hands i don't you know yeah I pay my it's, insurance, and there's a dude that's going to come with roadside, and I'm going to let him fucking choose my tire. Yeah. Because I don't have a and jack. Because <laughs> I ain't or, jack. Well, my car doesn't have a spare tire. So if that happens, <laughs> it is kind of a freaking butt. But, but again, but that's 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 that brings in a bunch of different factors. You're paying for that service, so you, you have the knowledge and the wisdom. You know you're going to be taken care of because you put in literally the time and money at that point and you've planned ahead that's another thing that a lot of people unfortunately don't do like you already mentioned people living paycheck to paycheck you need to get yourself out of that i I guess the best way to put it is lifestyle that's a lifestyle and a life choice you can change that it's not easy and i'm going to emphasize that it is not easy there nothing anything good in life is not going to come to you easy you have to put energy and effort and time and money into it. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to be standing at the corner and say, hey, here's a free way out. If they do say that, you better be very cautious and take a take that with a grain of salt because there's a catch at the end of that. They're not going to give you something for free because nothing in life is free. There's something at the end of it where they're going to come back. It's like that that thing you see in the movies all the time with the devil, you know, making a deal with the devil. And he's like, hey, I'll make you famous. And then. And then all you got to do is sign here and sell me your soul and I'm going to be back in 10 years. And they're like, yeah, yeah okay. He's never going to come back. Well, guess what? He always comes back and you're going to have to pay that price because nothing's free. It's it's hard work and being smart. No, and if you do want to change the way that you manage your finances and a lot of people think about stuff like that and they, they think – you have to know a bunch and you really don't. I mean, but you can learn something. Yeah. Something uh, I learned every, everything I've learned over the past five years or so has been through YouTube and yeah, I was just, just doing yes. it and figuring mm-hmm. it out oh. myself sometimes. 
A hundred percent agree with that. That second part you just said, not only the, the learning it's doing, just going through the yeah. process itself will teach you more than, than what you might observe. And I because... think I talked to you about that, but it, it's, it's like, uh, Something I, I like to say a lot of times with different types of experiences, you can learn things, uh, you can learn from other people's experiences, but there's some things in life that you have to go through yourself to truly and fully understand it. And I think that's one of those things. There, there's some things well, like the finances. When I first started doing this, I was using like different apps and websites that automatically track expenses, yep. like mint.com and stuff like that. And I didn't really like them. Hey guys, they they weren't working for me. And then okay. I, I I started using my notes, and I was writing them down in there, and that was a pain in the ass. And I was using a notebook, and that was a pain in the ass. And then I finally figured out how to use a spreadsheet because I never really used spreadsheets before, and <laughs> that was a life changing technology for me. Oh my god! Like and, I went from the and... Stone Ages to the twenty first century. <laughs> I felt like the biggest dumbass. <laughs> But, but even then, I couldn't get it figured out because I was looking at other people's spreadsheets. So I literally had to tailor made my own spreadsheet to me, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm so proud of it, dude. <laughs> I wake up in the no, morning and, and I look at it every morning. <laughs> and you brought up a good point. There was the the key thing to take from that was it was a journey you're on, you were on. And what I'm going to add to that is you're still on that journey. It's about constantly improving and growing. Yeah, You're not going to get something the first time. You might not get it the first 50 times. It's something Sorry, might... as simple as just designing a spreadsheet, but it does. It, it, it makes it a difference. It your life. It, it, it organizes. When you have your finances figured out to where you're not having to worry about that, you've freed up so much fucking time to be able to do other things that might maybe make you money or just make you happy. Yeah. Or sorry, just sorry for the for the language. <laughs> no, no, it's it's true, and that's that's where that all, all the talks you hear about with different th different uh, career opportunities and M MLMs we were talking about earlier, where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, financial peace, you're gonna have financial peace. Well, that's part of it. It's just this is why you're getting that financial peace because you're in control. You're not worried. You planned ahead. You know what you have. You know what you can spend. You know what you can't spend. It's just. It's literally just being aware of what what you have and what you. You cut out again. Oh shoot! There Can you hear me? Back. You're back. Oh, I wasn't even off. That that might have been because I'm walking and it's the wires moving. Um. <laughs> damn it! I don't even know what I just said. At, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's common sense. Literally, all we're talking about right now, that almost this entire thing. This entire well, this... podcast is it's just common sense stuff. You just think things through, take time, think through and, and brainstorm with others. Well, you go through different stages of financial ability and you start out as soon as you're able to not have to be able to depend on another person. You're financially independent. Mm. And then your, your ultimate yes. goal is going to be financially free, meaning you don't need a job. You make more than an, you already have enough money. I don't need a job what? with your incomes because you, you could live the rest of your life off of what you already have right now. You're financially free to do whatever you want. That's the ultimate goal for most everybody that is trying to make something of themselves. 
Mm-hmm. They want to have a life where they can relax and not have to worry so much about things. It sucks how much work it takes to be able to do that. But yeah. if you do that, it is very rewarding. Well, and the sooner you do it, the sooner and you the do sooner, it, the sooner you, you can... start doing it. If you start in your 20s yes. versus your 30s like I'm doing, it's a lot easier. Because and the stuff that I know now, if I'd have known a decade ago, mm-hmm. holy it's crap, a life change. It's where life changing. I would be right now. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, I, I want to be there and stuff. You can have that that life that you want. It's just you, you just all this is also part of the three P's that we talked about. You got to have the patience and understand and, and be able to see things in the future. Like the, the, that's the long term goal. That's the end goal. That's the one you need to realize you're going to have to sacrifice time, money, finance, time, finances, patience, things that you love in order to do other things. Uh, Dave Ramsey says this now is is live, live like no one else now so that you can live like no one else later. Essentially, meaning if I need to live off of eating peanut butter and okay. tuna fish. Can huh? I share something with you? If you yeah. like Dave Ramsey, you on youtube and also graham stephan i i I like you have to send me separately then i will send them to you but i liked dave ramsey when i first started watching but he's just a little bit outdated for my taste well there's i'll I'll go into another another time uh, why i disorganization and the way he that he dissuades against credit cards i feel like is <laughs> it's not so you're, right man it's well you're not. Uh, all i'm gonna say is you, you're up. you're you're discrediting him before taking them all in i'm, I'm gonna check oh, out no, these other I've guys checked out him quite a bit but uh, uh, him uh disowning yeah he he tells people not to get debt at all like that's his first thing he's like stay out of that you know you don't want debt and it's like well actually when you're building a business and you get your business built up a large enough Leveraging debt is a very useful strategy. Like when people well, are rich, let me let me share yes. let me share something with you. When somebody's rich, one. say you've got millions of dollars in a in a okay. stock market portfolio, are you going to sell part of that portfolio to pay for your lifestyle? Yeah. No, you're not. You know what you <laughs> you know what the rich do? The one percent do the the people that who have billion dollar stock market portfolios and assets. I don't know. I don't know any of them. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what they do. They they take a loan. You tell me that so. asset. So say you have millions of dollars in your stock market portfolio. You take a loan at using that portfolio as um, collateral against that, and then that's how you pay for your lifestyle. And you Taxes. you would take out. So your stock market portfolio is going to grow at a rate of 7 to 8% annually. You would take out a loan for 2%, so you're still making 5 to 6% on top of the loan. So it's essentially free money. Yeah, they're screwing people over. And we can go well, into I that mean, more. No, it's, it's, it's legal. That's, well, that's – hold on. That's, but a, that's, that's a totally legal strategy. But that's that's why I want to I want to get – that's this is a – we're getting into territory where we're going to go into – Another hour's worth or plus. That's a different podcast. I just want to mention, I get that. I understand it. And this is where we can even mention like when people this are flipping out. This is for people out. who have generational wealth. Yeah. This is people who have money that they want to pass on to people without depleting that portfolio. I mean, I get that. Like, you know, but there's, setting but up there's, the next generation this is, for this a is, comfy lifestyle. This is my thing about that is even – 
I'll put it to you this way. But my mom <laughs> would say this all the time. Just because something's a law doesn't mean it's right or it's moral or ethical. Well, let me, I, let I had me tell you this, part. though. Like, what's wrong with that? Because they're, well, they're getting a loan on an asset. I mean, that's just like a payday loan or a car loan. Well, I'm going to... larger. Uh, this is where I'm going to bring up something that this is going to be very uh, triggering for many people. Like the whole thing with Donald Trump and how he went bankrupt many times and many people are like, oh, why isn't he showing his taxes? And then they're saying, oh, well, he doesn't pay anything and this and that. At the end of the day, that's not his fault. He's just using the system that's built. These are the laws. These are the loopholes that all these well, lobbyists put in. Very. That's another thing a lot of rich people do is they use other people's money to make more money. Well, it's, and that's is, something Donald Trump well, this, has done his entire career. But this is, but again, this is where when when people are going after him, I'm like, why are you just stopping at him? Go after everyone that does that. All the other rich people, like we ju- you just mentioned right now. But that's the problem. It's it's not well, just Trump. That like, strategy that I mentioned just now. That's like I don't feel like that one's as bad. But like when I don't you know, take I, investors' money, like the, no, they're just getting a loan from the bank. I don't know. I, I would have to. I, I get I mean, what you're when saying. You, when you take other people's I, money to invest into a business, and that business flops, and those people lose all their money. That's oh yeah, where I have an issue. Oh, the, I'm 100 sure. They're just taking money from the bank, unless that's a subsidized loan through the government. I really don't have any issues with that. Well, I don't know. This... They're just using it to pay their money. They pay back the loan, and if they don't pay back the loan, their their stock market portfolio is worth way more than the loan is. So, you know, I get it. This is it's for like me, me giving you a hundred dollars, and you give me a hundred and two dollars next month. You know. Yeah, no, I get it. This for me, I would just personally need to do more research and understand it more to have a, a bigger thought on it. But for me, and this is we're going to something else with just my personal values and philosophies on life. There's a lot of things I don't like just in life and how different laws or systems are built, where it's 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 a way of screwing things either, over, even though it might not feel like it, it at the end of the day. I like making honest money, and that comes in hard work. I don't know if it's stealing or cheating or whatever you want to call it, because like I said, well, I would have to do a lot more research into that. But it doesn't it, seem fair, but I mean, when yes, you have that's a lot of probably money a way of putting it in the stock market or in one particular investment. If you have a hundred dollars in the stock market, you might make seven to eight dollars a year. If you have a million dollars in the stock market, you might make. Seventy to eighty thousand dollars in a year in growth, so it's a big difference. You're buying the same stocks, but one person has a lot more money in. Yeah, and makes like enough. I said, I would, I would I mean, need that, to. That's a very well paid salary. <laughs> I, I would no, I get it. I, I would need to look into it more and just like we could expand even more on that. Just the whole thing with banks and loans. I mean, the the 2008 crash was pretty much due to lawmakers and banks essentially giving loans to people that should have never received the loans to begin with for homes. Yeah, and, the and then they could never pay it back. Weren't very well educated on. Well, no, it was just it was a combo of different. Th- it was it was people knowing what they were doing and knowing it was wrong, even though they might say, "Well, we didn't know it would end up like this." I'm sorry, it's we're living through it again now with different things in our government doing stupid decisions and then saying, well, I didn't, we didn't know it'd be that bad. It's like, dude, you can't say 
I'll give the simple example of Afghanistan and the pullout for them, for any, anyone, the, whether it's the media or these top officials, even Biden himself, all these other people, all these supposed, you know, intellectuals, people who've got experience in this stuff. If you're going to tell me that you had no other option, that was the only option to do. That's BS yeah. first and foremost. It's and you BS know better. That, that got passed. Like that was a an appropriate plan to go ahead with. Well, not even just the appropriate plan. They literally said, "Well, this was the only option." That is BS. The biggest BS I've ever smelt. Even you know it's and 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 to to have the audacity to say, "Well, we had no other option." Like, dude, I want to punch you in the face because that's BS. I can get a five year old that will give me five different viable options. You cannot tell me that you're the. We're arguably the strongest power in the world militarily, and this is this is what you, you produce? I'm sorry. Then you should all be not only disgraced and shamed, you should be dismissed from your They made your us offices. look like dumbasses. Well, at the end of the day, this is, we're going to defer it back. No, they were the dumbasses. We weren't. Yeah, but I mean, it reflects on us. No, no, I, I know. But this, this is, but this is, but it, it's even bigger than that. Honestly, just the, after that fiasco, there should have already been a an impeachment trial, other than the the crisis on the border. Like I, I, I well, don't want to get into he's politics. Already looking like being a one term president, his but, poll ratings are down further than any president. <laughs> but I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to turn this into a political thing. I was just trying to use it as an example. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But it, it's what I all I'm gonna say that is if this was Donald Trump, just the border thing alone. He would have been already another third impeachment. So that's all I have well, to say about that. We're, this the political is, it's ridiculous. Surrounding Donald Trump, there was not a thing he could have done right, and he no. did do a lot of things right. And they'll never opinion. admit, but they'll never admit that. And that's this like, is the problem. He a set up the big uh, pandemic atmosphere. I mean, he did everything, and then Joe Biden came through and took all the credit for the vaccine yeah, and everything. And, Unfortunately, that was pretty funny, but and, I mean, hey, but it, at the end of the day, it's 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 worse than it. it's not funny. It, that's that's really bad to to like this. This is the reality we're living in. Like this, this is the stuff that's happening. It's you want to talk about fairness. That's first and foremost, not fair, but it's worse than that. It's it. And I don't, we got to get it as political debate, but. Just the vaccine in general and the whole thing with the pandemic, it was political. The vaccine in general was political from day one. I've talked to, I can't even tell you how many different people from all different backgrounds, all different sides who no, agree with that 100%. Everything, everything it was, involving the vaccine or immunity has been politicized. And there's from day friends one. and family that I, I brought up about it. And they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about politics. It's not politics. It's really, <laughs> it shouldn't be politics. Well, the, exactly. You told me two this years is a medical. freaking vaccine is related to politics. I'd have told you you're an idiot. Yeah, well, yeah. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'll just... Give the few tidbits is when well, Trump. Everything's was, political now. Oh, well, people that, are just so polarized, and they put aside. The, hold on, and, hold on a second though. But you gotta, you gotta remember who, who were the instigators for that? It wasn't the people. Mainstream media, and especially the Democrat Party, was the one pushing politics everywhere. And then we saw all these big corporations, Coca Cola, uh, and uh, the baseball. What the, was that? 
uh, I forgot what well, that's called. Donald Trump was pretty polarizing as well. It was a storm of crap happening all at once. Yes, but, Plus, but you people have were to, on edge with the pandemic. You have to. Well, no, it was before that. It was when Donald Trump stepped in office. It's that. That's the thing. Whether he's a polarizing I mean, figure or not. The, the vaccine and that that arise with the pandemic. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking about even before that. It's when he got elected. That's when everybody started going crazy. The pandemic just made everything amplified. If the pandemic wouldn't have happened, I don't think Donald Trump would have been. I, I he probably would still be president, honestly. Yeah, and it wouldn't. We wouldn't be as bad as where we are now. Yeah, because it, there's yeah. a lot of people that didn't like him as president, but. I don't but they think all the politics. hatred would have boiled down if the pandemic would have happened because everybody was looking for someone to blame. And but this is, he unfortunately was the guy in the seat. He was the go-to guy for everybody in the beginning. And it, yep. this is this is something I pointed out the swag salad, which I think is really interesting. Uh, is just if you look at Donald Trump going into office and his side, which is the Republicans, the Republicans didn't like him. Nobody did. They didn't want him in there. He won though. And then out over time, <laughs> over a little bit of time, they started backing him. And then when they realized, okay, he's actually doing things and he's producing results and his policies are actually pretty decent and working, they backed him. I've noticed, I don't know if maybe you can think about this too. What I've noticed is for the Democrats, Biden was pushed heavily. He's the best guy. He's the guy. He's number one. He's the best president. Most votes ever. Any president. And then in these last few, not even the first, what are we, six months, 11 months in, not even his first year, within the first six months, his approval rating started going down. They started kind of not backing him. And the recent, the last polls that I saw with regards to the approval rating for, for Biden was uh, Republicans, I think was like 50. Yeah, Biden is like, pretty much guaranteed to be a one-term president um, at this point. Yeah. Independents, I think, were thirty-eight percent or something like that, or and then and or no, Democrats were like thirty percent. Yeah, and he was getting up saying like, "Well, every president's every president's approvals go up and down." And they're like, "Nope, nope, nope, not, not like this though. This is different." <laughs> He's done essentially a one eighty, according to the, yeah. because the media pushed this other thing. It wasn't just the Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and. Even celebrities. Oh, his, and, own, his own side is not really backing him right now. He's not popular with either side right now. But I, I, I've talked to Swat Salad about this. I think that is a very interesting and telling sign. Trump went from the guy nobody wanted to be around, nobody wanted to back, to them after giving him time and he started doing stuff. Okay, they said, you know what? Fine, we're backing him 100%. Biden, on the other hand, was he's the best. You know, they, he was pushed, he was puffed up, he was promoted, and then. They bailed like that's that in itself should be an eye opener for anybody. Like, wait a minute. You just said this is the best thing in the world. And now you're bailing on that. It's like a sinking ship that you told me wouldn't sink Titanic because they're just looking to please their constituents. They don't care. And then they knew that whoever they put well, at the feeding trough, they would have bite. You know, well, like it, people were going to vote for anybody that was not Donald Trump. Well, yeah. And that's that was what they were literally running on. Too, and I'm not. We're not gonna. I don't want to get into. If they can't find a better candidate than Joe Biden, they're gonna get a Trump again. But they they had no better candidate. I don't. That's what I'm saying. This next election, if they don't have something better than uh, Joe Biden, they're getting the freaking Trump. Let's just mention uh, one quick thing: was uh, the 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 relationship between Biden and uh, 
and what's her name? Kamala Harris. They didn't like each other. Here, I'll put it a different way. They hated each other. Kamala They're- Harris has pretty bad poll ratings, oh, too, though. Them, <laughs> Nobody this, wants her to be president. Both of them. My wife was telling me how there's a... Do you know... Have you noticed why Kamala Harris and Biden haven't really been together, seen together, for, like, the last few months? A big part of that is because both of them, individually, have bad <laughs> ratings, but when they're together, can't put them together. <laughs> just it's like, yo, you can't make this stuff up. And that's I'm sorry. You how little at the end of the day, you like pretty to stupid. All the whole reason he put her there was he wanted diversity. Oh, yeah. It's he wanted a female vice president. Again, like, it, dude. again, it's a facade. All it has been is a facade from day painting one. painting a pretty picture. Yeah, well, the picture they're pleasing. Stand. They're trying to please the masses, and they're kissing all the right asses in all the wrong places. <laughs> no, say all the wrong asses, because nobody those are nasty asses. Well, that's why I said in all the wrong places. It's people off. But, but look, but this is. I think we mainstream media and stuff. When I kept hearing, you know, well, in the political theater, I, that that word theater talk caught my ear, and I'm like, yes, that's exactly what politics is. It's a theater or any politician. They put on a damn show. They put on a facade. They put on all the masks I mean, to honestly, make you though, good. How good. can they not put on they a show, get it. you know? Well, I'll Who, tell you how. Who's the guy that just won on a $153 campaign? I don't know. That, I didn't even hear about that. Where? One oh, of the I states, look, I guess? Let me, let me look it up for real fast. Yes. God damn it. I forgot his name. If it's Virginia, after spending hundred and fifty-three dollars on campaign, trucker drive truck driver beats New Jersey state president. Wait, what? New Jersey, New Jersey Senate president. Yeah, this guy beat beat the New Jersey Senate president on a hundred and fifty-dollar campaign. This has been like crazy news, right? Hold on, who Steve is this? Sweeney, the Democratic State Senate President in New Jersey, has lost to Edward Durr, a furniture cup company truck driver, <laughs> with 98% of the voted vote counted. Sweeney remained about 2,000 votes short of Durr when the Associate Press called the race Thursday morning. This Isn't that crazy that something like this can happen now? New Jersey's longest-running state Senate president has lost his seat to a truck driver who reported only $150 on Duncan and paper flyers. So, well, <laughs> you know what campaign. you know what we're gonna you know what I'm gonna say to that though is this is what the political theater has has produced. Like people are so disgusted. Yes, people with... will trust anybody at this point. That's not a freaking politician. Well, no. <laughs> I would have voted for him. <laughs> but like, like that's yeah. I don't know that doesn't know anything. But I w- I would say that's kind of twofold. That's a good thing, but also a bad thing at the same time. That's a good thing because well, we're not dealing with the same assholes. But it's a bad thing because that now we know a hundred percent. Like you can't rely on our system, on the people in power, which I, we already knew this. It's that it's like that that. Cut out. Sorry, backed out. Uh, it, it's like the it, it's like that phrase is we know they're lying. They know that we know they're lying and that we they still lie and we can't do anything about it because they're in power. 
This is funny and though. It, he spent sixty six dollars and sixty four cents yeah. at Dunkin' Donuts to buy yeah. food and drink for his staff, and he spent eighty six dollars and sixty seven on paper flyers and business cards. That's freaking awesome. The other guy spent ten thousand more than ten thousand dollars during their campaign. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He's got bought Dunkin' Donuts and freaking flyers and copies. And that's it. <laughs> Oh, that freaking tickles me pink, dude. That is so funny. When you're... He's the longest-running state senate in New Jersey, and he loses (laughs) to the truck driver. Like, how embarrassing of a career is that at that point? (laughs) That's like... That's like... That's like a professional athlete getting beat by a high school student. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he has no... He should not have any chance. Him? Yep. Hey, uh, I don't know oh, if I'm gonna cut minutes. out. I don't know if I'm gonna cut out because I'm leaving my house to go to the hospital. I don't know if it's because I'm connected to the Wi-Fi, so I don't know if it's gonna disconnect. So I just want to give you the heads up. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's. But I just think it, it's it's funny and cool. You know, the little man can win, but it's also scary at the same time because that just goes to show there's no trust in our system. There's no trust in our elected yeah. officials. There's no trust in the people with authority and power, and but that's not good. How cool is it that uh, someone normal? Oh no, I'm okay with dude run for a seat. I'm okay with that, and I back that a hundred percent. I really that just needs hope to happen in more places, and I yes. think that dude set a precedence. Well, gonna, maybe we're going to see that more often because if that made that made mainstream news, how many people, if had a, a third party candidate run? That's just a normal guy. How many people would vote for him? I mean, the that only, guy was a landslide. The only thing I will hope with that guy is that he stays. He doesn't take this as a joke, like with people investing in in Deutsch and Shibu Inu, and like, yeah, okay, I'm just gonna screw it. And I hope now that he's elected, he takes it seriously. Like well, this I mean, isn't a joke. Support. I mean, people seem like he's taking it seriously. So, well, I, I I just hope he does. You know, look. People support a lot of things, and a lot of it is a joke. So, <laughs> remember, we're talking about we gotta re- we gotta remember how what we're talking about. We're talking about people. People will back the stupidest things. Look at Deutsch and the hype that that got. A meme that's, coin. Like we true. can't just because something's pop. <laughs> like it's, it's. Did you connect to your car? Oh shoot! I think it did. Damn it! Yeah, it sounds really weird. Hold on. Um, I, what the, I didn't ask for this, damn it. You hold have on, to hold turn on. your Bluetooth off. Yeah, that's what I'm going to, hold on. That's annoying. I turned off the friggin' the uh, radio so that it wouldn't do that. Why is it, oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, I hear you now. All right, hello? Yeah, you're back on your headset. Okay. Guys, the uh, the troubles of Bluetooth. Yeah, I, oh, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned, I think I need to get a new phone. Start this phone twice already. Sounds like it connected again. And, yep, it did it on purpose. On uh, Wow, that's this is did annoying. Did you turn Bluetooth off on your phone? <sighs> no, because it's... I have my watch connected to to it via Bluetooth, but I I disconnect. 
cut out. All right, now I should be back. All right, I hear you. Sorry, I was I, I disconnected the Bluetooth. That was a pain in the arse. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's crazy how much crazy news has been going on lately. Like, <laughs> there hasn't been a more interesting time to watch the news in the past like seven years for me. Like, it's been so like. Who knew politics could be so interesting? <laughs> it's so dramatic so en- now. So engaging. <laughs> Well, they've made it dramatic. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's not that it was. It's just, ah, whatever. It, it's just ridiculous. Well, That's... Every little. I mean, there there has been a lot of interesting stories come out though lately that have been like, wow, it's just like one thing after another now. Like, Jesus Christ, man! Just like you can't make that up. Like, this guy wins on a hundred and fifty three dollar campaign. That's not something that someone who would just be like, yeah, hey, let's put that in there. Like, that's probably believable. You like uh, I'm gonna have to believe that you, you know. There's records and shit of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, disregard the hundred and fifty three dollar campaign. The fact that he's just a regular guy, a truck driver. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I think I might have cut out. Um. Yeah. No, that's pretty and awesome. Like it just goes to show, the little man can win. Just yeah. put a little. Yeah, next year we'll run for president. I think they okay. should lower. I think they should lower. Oh, shoot. It takes a lot for someone to run for president. I think they should lower the bar on that, you know? And what I mean by that is to campaign, you need like five. 